My name is Jamie Roberts. I'm Robert Lendrum. And this is The Cool Down. Where we don't know what to say <laughs> for our catch line for The Cool Down. But The Cool Down is our behind-the-scenes pod that we put on Patreon for you members out there, as well as those of you who are following us, just to give you some behind-the-scenes on our latest pod. But in this case, we're going to do a little special Cool Down today because we've recently put out our own production, something we're very proud of, our first uh, jogcast we've made in quite a while, but uh, the first one where we went and got actors, where we really tried to elevate these things, we have just put out The Belly, our first, uh, our latest uh, jogcast that is available in our Patreon shop right now for six Canadian bucks. Or if you join along with us to party with us in our Patreon group, there are membership levels that give you access to all of our jogcasts. Rob, that was a great introduction. We're really excited for the belly. This is something that we've been working on for a long time. This is the fifth Jogcast. We do have others. If you were interested in taking a look at some of the other ones we've created, uh, Insulin Creatura, Blood at Night, Helen Hamilton, and then Time to Burn. But I think, you know, this is kind of um, the cool dance supposed to be a little bit like kind of lay your hair down a little bit, you know, relax, talk a little bit about the production, how it all came to be. And we're really proud of the belly. So just for those that don't know, and haven't had a chance to listen because we have the preview available on uh, Patreon right now. This is a story of friendship. This is a story of survival. And this is a story of horror. This is two friends that end up in a prison underneath or on the bottom of the seafloor. And essentially what happens is they come across a creature that emits uh, a sound that turns the inmates into terrifying, bloodthirsty creatures. Well, no, they don't change a creature. Well, they, they murder. They, they just lose their minds. They lose their minds. And actually, one of the char- one of the main characters. Uh, I don't want to give away the whole story. I want people to listen to it, but has uh, something in them that allows them to not be affected by the sound, so they stay sane. While everyone's while while everybody else around them goes insane, and the story of the belly are these two friends uh, moving through the prison and trying to keep themselves alive and try to get to the surface. It is a gripping, very exciting story that has um, horrific elements to it and certainly scares at every turn. Yeah. So the belly is the name of the prison that they're in, right? And uh, as Jimmy said, bottom of the ocean, they're mining the seabed, and this sound is setting people off. There's two main characters. One is Mac Rossi. Mac has, you know, committed a crime. He got himself shot by the cops, but he, in the process of trying to get away with his crimes, he's implicated his best friend. And instead of, you know, saying, no, it wasn't me, his best friend Booker Reed takes the rap with him. And so, he is also in jail, even though he really didn't have anything to do with the crime. So Mac has this feeling of guilt that he got his friends stuck in jail with him. Booker has a wife and kids, and so he's, list- he's losing these good years with his family. And so part of their sentencing is that they can take a lesser sentence if they do hard labor for 10 years in the belly. And uh, that's where it kicks off. What I think is fun, uh, and this was a... I don't know where we came up with this idea, but it was in the early stages when we were kicking this around was that there would be one guy who isn't affected and one guy who is. And very quickly we thought to ourselves, it's better if it's the smart guy 
who is affected by the sound and is every once in a while going into these rages. And it's the sort of knucklehead criminal guy who has this like need and this feel that he has to save his best friend who doesn't necessarily have the brains to pull off a, an escape. He's the one who's actually not affected by the sound. So there's a real nice dynamic there, which I think we made uh, a meal out of in our script and throughout the process. Before we get into any further, Jamie, let's take a listen to our trailer. It's a 30 second trailer. Uh, so take a listen to this and tell me if this is uh, getting you fired up for this. We took hard labor at the bottom of the ocean to get our sentences down from 25 to 10. The depths of friendship tested. Should have flipped on me if I'm such a bad guy. In the belly of madness. What is that sound? Why is everybody attacking each other? If you can hear it. Booker, please, we're friends. Fear it. The belly, a horror jog cast. I'm not going to let you die out here. Buy it now at patreon.com forward slash running scared. All right, Jamie, we've done a summary. We've talked about some of the, the, the key characters. But, you know, this script came together uh, early on in your mind. You were the kind of uh, genesis of this idea. And then from there, me and then when we added a writer into it, we kind of developed it further. But can you tell me where the, where'd you originally get the idea for this one? I think one of the things that's really important in the Jogcast that we're making and in just in uh, Jogcast Audio in general is to keep it simple. And the two main characters, you know, are, uh, are there's, you know, there's a lot of time spent on the arcs of these characters, but also we're not trying to convolute the story by bringing in copious amounts of characters. We want you focused in on your running and also getting to know these characters as we, uh, as we take you through the story. I think that's a really nice part of what we're doing at Running Scared. And I actually think Rob can chime into this, but when we made the belly and especially when we saw the finished results and the finished product is that this I think that came to to light the simplicity of the two characters, but really the depth that uh, the characters were written with. And I think that really comes across in the production. Well, it's enhanced for the actors too. So one of the big things we did, Jamie, this time is we went and got actors. Me and Jamie have been kind of performing these ourselves, which always in my mind was sort of a beta approach to what we were doing here. We wanted to see if these things even were interesting before we decided to invest any money. Uh, not invest any money, but invest like deeper into it. Because when you get into the real production, you can really start putting some money down to make these things good. And one of the th- key things that I identified early was like, yo, we got to get some actors. So we <laughs> went out and found uh, <laughs> Son of Sonnet is performing the role of Booker Reed. So he's the sort of uh, genius guy from the South who um, also is being affected by the sound. So every once in a while, he goes into this murderous rage. And then Tristan Snyder, who's an audio guy himself, he's done a lot of character voices. He performs uh, Mac Rossi, who's the sort of knucklehead character. And he really brings this guy to life in a, in a great way. Um, you can tell that he sort of, you know, admires his friend Booker, but at the same but at the same time feels a ton of guilt about the situations put him in. So we were super happy with the performances that these guys did. Uh, before we get further, James, uh, just staying with that idea that like where did it all come from? What motivated you to think about like a prison underwater? I think as a teacher, I'm always thinking about the future, the future of my students. And in this, I was thinking about the, the future of the, of the planet. So I always, and, and I should preface this by saying Rob and I love science fiction. 
as much as we love horror, I think we love horror a little bit more, but science fiction has always been the type of uh, genre that we've been connected to. So thinking about something in the future, something dystopian, I think was, you know, a genre and an area that, uh, that we wanted to go in. And then I got to, I gotta, I'm going to have to credit um, Michael Barbaro at the New York times, you know, just giving him a shout out here. He, he did a little podcast on, you know, lithium mining with the advent of EVs. Uh, there is a huge race to mine as much lithium as we possibly can. So they were telling a story about a Australian millionaire or billionaire that owned a company that actually mined lithium off the seabed floor, or at least was trying to. So then I thought to myself, wow, that must be like really difficult to get down there. Uh, and I should also say this is before like the Titanic submersible story all came out that we were thinking about. That must be really difficult to mine lithium off the seabed floor. Wow. That would be a really interesting place. And the fact that it was, um, there was a corporate entity behind it and it was all commercialized. And I thought, oh my God, what if we had a prison, but the whole idea of, um, you know, prisons were commercialized and were, were sort of private entities and not really connected to the state. And that placed us in, at the bottom of the ocean. And then from there came up with Sea Star, and then the idea that there was, uh, you know, just a menace lurking in the shadows. So I think that it places the listener in a familiar setting, but also one that encourages um, curiosity. And I think with the sound design that Rob had, it really sort of, um, it really brought it all together. So yes, we don't get too deep into Sea Star and like that the idea that they are there well, is there maybe is we a, can maybe we can but yeah so we, there is some bits in the in the podcast that kind of like you know push on that we have like maybe two lines that kind of give you a sense of that with this idea that this is like um, capitalistic prison labor yes. at work here and then we we also it is supposed to take place slightly in the future and so I think Max Crime is something about. Oxygen stealing, credits. Stealing oxygen credits, right. <laughs> we never explain what that means, but you could you starting to paint a picture. He even says to Booker in that first scene that like, why? What are we going back for anyway? Like, why do you want to get out of this jail so bad? What's up there that's so good? The world's on fire. The other half is, is being sinking, into, sinking the into the sea. So we, with a few short lines, we painted a dystopian picture of what the world is out there. And um, what I think it was really clever about your first idea there is that like, uh, a prison, it's a jailbreak horror movie, buddy, not buddy cop, but buddy prisoner movie. Like there's a bunch of sort of uh, classic, genres, classic, like classic there, genres yeah. that cross really nicely. There. Yeah. So it kind of, it kind of paints us there. So, you know, it's interesting to think about Rob, how this all came together because these jawcasts, one of the things we found is that, you know, it starts with an idea, but at Running Scared, you know, when you got a two-man in-house production team, these things take a little bit, uh, a little bit of time. One of the things that Rob really stressed, and he mentioned this earlier, was to hire actors. We are not good actors, so we had to bring in actors. We also had in previous jawcasts, we had outsourced the production, uh, the sound design to somebody else, and we said to ourselves, you know, this is great, but could we not make this better? Uh, Reallocate those funds yeah. to actors as well as a writer. Exactly. So. It kind of came together with the story. Then we had that story scripted properly and professionally by someone who really knew what they were doing. We had the beats all written out. Then we had some actors hired. And that in itself, it's interesting. People think like, you know, you just go out and 
you're just going to hire some voice actors. This was a laborious process. This took like the better part of a month mm-hmm. to go through a Fantastic. ton of auditions. Yeah, mm-hmm. a ton of auditions to get the right voice for the right character that really could really, um, you know, bring it to life. And then the sound design itself took another month. So yeah. it all comes together. But the big thing is time. Mm-hmm. It just takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And, you know, Rob, you put in a lot of time on this particular production, but I think it really sings at the end. So, you know, that is um, as a testament to staying with it. We'd love to get these things out a little bit quicker than every three months, but, you know, it, Two minute outfit makes it hard, but also, absolutely. you know, and, and when you're not making money, you can't prioritize it against other things, but, but, you know, we learned a lot in those first few jog casts and we kind of came along and we've actually been kicking the jog cast can from a few different angles now. Like if you go back and look at what we did, our first one where it was just like a lark, we were just like, oh, this is a funny idea. A jog cast because we're called running scared. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, here's this idea. Rob just moved to Hamilton, which I had at the time, just moved to Hamilton. What if Jamie has to like guide me out of Hamilton? So that was our initial idea. Part two, we just sort of explored our, our second job cast, Blood at Night. We just started exploring like, okay, well, what if it was like a running group? So there's lots of going to be, it's going to be lots of running interstitions. Close. Yeah, close. But the third one, then we started thinking about, well, how do we center the the, re, the, the runner, the, runner. the listener, much more specifically with insulin creature, where the two voices that are speaking are characters, but they're speaking to you, the, the runner who is hearing what they're telling you to do and you're following along a little bit more like a video game. Um, we found this kind of worked, but we hadn't impact to cheat on the third act where we had to kill the runner. <laughs> no spoilers. And then the two uh, characters come together grab it. And, and, and the story has to finish with the two of them. Our fourth one, we started realizing, okay, well, what if we start using that sort of pulp noir, cinema noir style where the character talks to himself a lot and thereby you can, kind of narrate the project, the, you narrate the, the narrative without uh, without needing literally a voice of God. It's the guy just talking to himself, almost like he's writing in a journal, like a detective kind of story style. And then it's all about his internal uh, turmoil where he's like having all these mental questions about what's happening to him. So here we are now when we get to this fifth one and we realize that it really works good with two people like this, two people to bounce off each other. And by putting it in a prison, Jamie made a smart idea because it created all these different uh, set pieces that we could create that they have to run through. So there's like the main the main area where they're mining. Then there's like a tunnel sequence. And then there's, we go underwater at one point, which is yeah. another thing. Then there's escaping the monster. Then there's like going through a, a, an area where they have to go super slow um, and, and all these other, and then there's the, the finale. So he created this like scenario that really opened the door to like set piece after set piece. And even though our job cast come in a lot sure, like we're starting to think, man, maybe this could be full, full movies. Well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I definitely think that some of these could, but you know, I, I, part of unlocking the, the, the trick to these, I think Rob is figure or the, to like what makes them, a good job. Yeah, what, what makes a good job cast? I think that there's a, there's, there's a few things. I think that you got to have purpose. So there has to be some kind of purpose, not necessarily centering the runner as someone who's going to collect items and doing something on a like task base, but there's got to be some purpose for the character, a purpose to stay alive, a purpose to go and move to another area, 
a purpose to collect stuff. I think that's really important. And then I do think that, and we've spent a lot of time figuring out how to work this best, is there needs to be some kind of movement. Rob mentioned when we were doing the belly, you know, we had to go through all these different areas. When we did uh, Insulin Creatura, we took a look at the island that the characters uh, characters are on as like a big compass. So they had to go to the north, east, southwest part of the island to collect a um, a piece of uh, a piece of a machine that was important for the story. By the way, side note for anybody who's listening, I took that idea from uh, when I was a kid watching GI Joe, and the satellite was was busted off it was like oh, the, the, the five episodes yeah with cobra la yeah the, the, the gi joe was <laughs> gi joe was episodic right but there was the one that was my favorite it was one like you know it was the gi joe and then cobra commander there it was a race against time to get this like satellite that had fallen to like the jungles of south america morons! I have morons on my payroll! it was such a rad idea i was like this this will work when i'm four or when i'm 44 right so we kind of <laughs> took that in so i think purpose movement and then honestly i think that the stories have to you got to care i think you need to care about what's happening and you got to feel connected hmm. so i think the stories themselves can't just be I, I don't think the you know i don't think the stories really need to be um secondary i think they need to be primary i think immersive audio dramas is key we're we're creating immersive audio dramas we're creating we're we're asking and we're, we're motivating you to run while you listen to our stories because there's movement and we put in our running themes and we've got great music, but these are immersive. We were bringing you into the world as we take you through it. And I think that is a really important thing and something that we've really tried to focus in on at Running Scared and, and we'll continue to to do that. So yeah, as, somebody who's what do you think, big, as somebody who's not as big a runner. Oh yeah. Like I'm the runner, are, by the way. Yeah. Like I find the entertainment piece much more important. Like I need to be sucked into the story so that I do kind of forget that I'm doing like laborious jogging, which I don't always love. Well, you know what? I, like, listen, Rob's the, uh, more of a sprinter. Rob's a sprinter. <laughs> I played ball Spike, hockey. Exactly. That's right. Selfish hockey. Break it down. Skate the puck. Don't pass it. Headman's still going to be there when you catch up, boy. Take it coast to coast. Shots from poor angles are still shots. Fuck and a half, two-minute shifts, three minutes even. Cruise the blue line to catch your breath. Bad bounce, that's a good breakaway. Gotta get the bounces, boys. It's a 100-yard dash guy. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm the runner, and I go out and I listen to these, and, you know, I would love, I think we would love here to tie it into an app, to be able to track your, your, your metrics with these... Um, you know, with these, with these stories. But when I listen to a podcast and I listen to these, I find that I'm more immersed into the story and it just takes me through my run a little bit, e- a little bit easier. There are some times when I really want to focus in on my run, but other times, you know, on those days where it's a little bit harder, I need a little extra motivation. These do because the, the, the characters in the story are getting, getting their run in. And so am I. So Rob, can you just, Make your sales pitch right now for those who are listening. How are we going to get it? And honestly, why should you buy it? Okay, so how do you get it? Go to running. Go to. Okay, how do you get it? <laughs> go to patreon.com slash running scared slash shop. In the shop, you'll find we have five jogcasts. The belly is there. It's the most recent one. So it's six bucks Canadian, five dollars American for the MP3. Now, listen, if you also want to contribute to us and try to help us out and keep us growing and, and get, keeping this project alive, we would totally appreciate 
a subscription. And at the highest level, called the uh, Slasher Mode subscription, you get access to every podcast that we make, as well as our exclusive content, like these cooldowns and our uh, uh, monster metric cards. Monster metrics. <laughs> we should have the monster metrics on the belly. Um, and uh, but there are other levels where you know if you can't handle that price range, there are lower levels where you still do get access to some of the podcasts. Uh, uh, all depending on your level. Now, listen, as we produce more, these job casts get pushed down. So if the lower level tiers do get access to, uh, you know, the belly will eventually slide down as new ones come in. But if you want it when it comes out, we need you in that higher level. Um, also, but don't be afraid to just follow us as well on Patreon. It actually works better than most websites we try. We tried to build a website. You know what? Patreon is actually satisfying all the needs we have very well now that they've incorporated this shop. So if you just want to follow us, that's cool too, because you'll see the content we're putting out and then you'll be up to date when we have a new Jogcast. But if you have a couple ducats to go to the jog, the, the shop, go to the Jogcast, buy a couple, that would be great too. Why should you buy it? Well, it's entertaining. It's uh, it's not a lot of money out of your pockets, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks anyway. Dude, and- this is the frontier, man. This is the Wild West. We're doing it. <laughs> we're making it. We're making it happen in the Wild West, the frontier of audio dramas there is podcasts to listen to when you run there is music to listen to when you run there is ebooks and then there is audio dramas these immersive dramas and we're doing jogcasts you know you can uh, there, there's uh, some other providers out there that have the uh, jogging audio but we're doing it as best we can we think we're doing it really well and we've got a lot of um you know not to do the the hardcore sales here but uh, the people that have listened to it and and purchase the jogcast really enjoy it and are asking when more are coming out so we're trying to get them out as uh, quick as we can that helps when people purchase them so i think you should buy is because at the end of the day there's two guys that really care about the product that are putting their heart and soul into it and we're making it to, for you to enjoy on your next run so please uh, purchase one today and and support us that just about wraps it up here for the cool down. This has been our behind the scenes look at the belly and what we put into it, what it's about, how we made it, all that. I hope we've answered any questions you might have about it. If you have watched it, please don't spoil it for anyone else, uh, of course, or if you have listened to it. But if you have questions, totally uh, let us know or what you thought about it. Um, here we are recording in Hamilton, Ontario tonight as Rob is here sleeping on the couch at Jamie's house. That's right. We're actually <laughs> recording in the same Room. We, yeah, we always record remotely, which is probably kind of cool. You'll maybe hear a little bit of difference in the sound quality because we're not coming in on our own channels. We just got the one mic kicking. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this has been really good. The Running Scared Podcast at gmail.com. Please reach out to us. We love to answer questions. We'd love to talk to you. Thank you for being a loyal supporter and a loyal listener to, to the Running Scared Podcast Network. Have a fantastic new year. And let's have an amazing 2024 together. We'll see you next time on The Cool Dam.